This is the Oanda Podcast. This is the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts from across the globe. And today, I'm delighted to say it's Ed Moyer in New York. Good evening from London, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and it feels different talking to you in the middle of the week, not on a Friday. So, uh. <laughs> Good different, though, I hope. Yes. Let's um, start with some results, which were interesting. This is Best Buy. You will know a lot more about Best Buy than me, but I understand that they had some good results. Uh, very much so. I think, you know, earlier this morning, we, we, we saw Risk Appetite really took a liking to Best Buy's results. They reported record second quarter results, and, and I think that a lot of people were impressed with the 20% growth in uh, sales. And, and what you're starting to see um, is that it, it looks like the consumer is embracing working from home. And uh, I think what Best Buy noted was that there was a lot of upgrading of, of people's um, uh, personal um, home technology equipment. And, and I think you're probably um, going to see that is going to continue going to the second half of the year as the electronics store um, raised their guidance also. So, so there was a lot of optimism here um, um, from uh, Best Buy's results. And it really goes to show that consumer is still strong. Um, and uh, as far as, you know, spending on tech, um, you know, they did not miss a beat as uh, uh, some Americans that were dependent on stimulus checks. It looks like, well, right now, all the spending habits, at, at least for um, working from home, um, seem pretty robust. And uh, I think you're going to see that there is um, going to be optimism that this is not just going to be a theme for Best Buy, but you're going to see other retailers too. And and I think that's why we, we're having consumer discretionary uh, stocks really kind of uh, uh, be one of the, the top two performers today. So reasonably buoyant signs there. What's happening with the Delta variant at the moment where you are, Ed? Are there still some market concerns over that? There are concerns with hospitalizations uh, amongst children. Capacity for some hospitals, they're just not beefed up enough to withstand uh, some of the some of the surges. But uh, overall, um, it, it looks like the Delta variant is peaking. So it, there's, there's a lot of optimism that um, with the... Uh, FDA's approval of the Pfizer vaccine, uh, you're you're going to see that's going to move the needle and, and help get the U.S. closer to herd immunity. There, there's a, a lot of minorities that um, really were hesitant uh, because this was not um, given the approval from the FDA. So that that's likely to, I think, um, help uh, Hispanics and, and, and blacks become uh, vaccinated, and and that is going to really, I think. Um, help uh, traders kind of embrace that uh, reopening trade once again. We saw um, the, the cruise lines, uh, a lot of the travel stocks kind of uh, get a big boost um, after that news announcement um, earlier in the week. Okay, let's concentrate on another topic now. And of course, the big story of the week is probably going to be what happens at Jackson Hole. Yeah, very much so. I, I think we're, we're seeing some moves in, in the market, but for the most part, uh, it they're, they're very limited. I, I think we're, we're, we're going to be really uh, range-bound until we hear from Fetcher uh, Jay Powell at, at, uh, on Friday morning. And uh, I think the consensus is that, really, there, there's expectations that, um, you know, he's not... It's, it's, it's really going to be a non-event. I think there's this belief that given the Delta variant impact to the third quarter, it, it seems that the economy is just not necessarily in a position where it, it's it's ripe to get that stimulus um, removed. And, and you're, you're going to see that 
it might not cost the Fed much to wait another month. And I, and I think that there's this belief that Fed, uh, Fed Chair Powell is going to um, kind of uh, stick to the script as far as just uh, remaining data dependent and, and wanting to see, uh, you know, more improvements in the labor labor market and, and I think that you know for for the taper debate um, we've seen um, quite a few good employment reports but I think the September one will be the key so I think um, you're, you're gonna have investors uh, right now going into Jackson Hole there I think everyone's kind of positioning that this is going to be uh, uh, another uh, Fed Chair Powell event where he kind of just focuses on the risks and he'll he'll uh, make the argument that there are still, I think, strong uh, arguments to be made as far as uh, inflation being transitory. And, and, and I think that's why we're, we're seeing treasuries, they've been trapped between 120 and 130 uh, for some time now. And, and I think that eventually we're, we're going to see uh, yields rise, but I think that we're not going to have um, a, a torrid pace here. And, and you're probably... I'm um, going to start to see more investors start to price in that we've already seen the high in the 10-year for the year. And, and, and I think that is why we're, we're starting to see gold prices um, really um, exert some strength here and, uh, and, and recapturing that 1800 level. And moving away from gold, there's been an oil price rally today. You're starting to see here a lot of investors are quickly jumping back on crude. Um, the oil market sell-off from uh, the the past couple weeks uh, was overdone. Um, I, I think that you're you're, you're seeing that <laughs> um, oil prices almost fell into bear market territory. They were they were down almost at twenty percent level, and, and I think that it really it it's hard to justify that sell-off considering this market is still heavily in deficit, and we're starting to see signs that Chinese demand is picking up. Uh, U.S. stockpiles have been. Uh, falling and and, and uh, I think that there's this this you know debate already going that OPEC plus might not necessarily deliver another increase in September so I think you have uh, a market that is is uh, likely to uh, benefit from uh, improvements in the the Delta variant uh, across the world's two largest economies and and I think that demand uh, pickup is is really going to just help bolster prices here and uh, I I think the, the other wild card is, you know, heading to Jackson Hole. There's a lot of investors that are anticipating you're going to have um, um, somewhat dovish pal, which could be weaker for the dollar, which would, you know, help, you know, keep driving that commodity trade. So um, a lot of investors quickly, um, you know, jumping back on crude um, energy stocks, best performer today, best performer yesterday. Uh, it, it, it seems that we're, we're, we're probably going to see uh, $70 oil, um, for WTI that is, um, Brent's already there. And uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the argument that we could see, you know, the just the, the, the market structures support a, a move to $80 uh, by the end of the year as, as um, I think, becoming the base case for a lot of traders. So uh, potentially a lot more upside here for oil. And what else has taken your interest today, Ed? I mean, I, I hate to take the uh, attention away from uh, OPEC Plus, but I think there was a big development today. It was pretty historic, and uh, normally we don't talk about German politics, but uh, today there was a, a very interesting poll. Uh, the the Forza poll uh, showed that uh, German Chancellor Merkel's conservative party, they, they are losing in a poll. This is the first time in 15 years. 
and uh, I, I think that uh, you know the the federal election uh, is coming up, and there's growing belief that you're going to see the Social Democrats, uh, and uh, I think uh, Olaf Scholz is is he's got a good chance. He's got a very good chance, and uh, I think that that is something um, European politics. I think uh, we've become used to seeing uh, um, the conservative uh, party remain in power and uh, I think the September 26th election is going to be something that everyone is going to pay close attention to. Um, I, I think that uh, it's believed that Schultz is he's going to help protect jobs and businesses uh, and uh, I think that uh, it might not necessarily lead to um, uh, euro volatility but uh, but I think it is a, an important development and it could really change the the landscape of uh, German politics. Okay Ed thanks very much for joining us this evening and we'll speak to you again soon thank you looking forward to it the oanda podcast